you do your roux in a microwave. This gut is beautiful and it's full of gumbo. Nick Saban puts tomatoes in his gumbo. Welcome to the Gumbo Show. Gumbo is a way of life. It is gumbo time once again, ladies and gentlemen, coming to you the only show in all the world, in all of space, in all of cyberspace, in all of the universe, devoted to the single greatest creation that intelligent life in the universe has ever concocted. That's right. I'm talking about a delicious bowl of gumbo show. This is another edition of the Gumbo Show podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, joining you tonight, the Ron DeSantis and Bob Iger of Gumbo Talk. I am your host, Feynman Roberts in Southeast Louisiana. And joining me is Brent Barksdale there in North Texas. Sadly, however, tonight we are missing the third point in our triangle, the third member of our trinity. It's a very sad night. Dave Huguenel, definitely the Donald Trump of Gumbo Talk, can't be here tonight. Just like to note, Donald Trump, Florida resident as well, so it works on many levels. Can't be here tonight. He's feeling a little under the weather. Or is that the cover story we're going with? Might he be suspended for the gumbo show for a gumbo violation? Probably. We'll talk about it all. Brent, what's happening? What's going on, guys? Oh, wait. What's going on, Feynman? Our other guy left us. He's, quote, unquote, coughing too much, which I believe him. I was on the phone with him, and it was kind of – it was frustrating. He couldn't get any words out without coughing in my ear. Um, so uh, I'm kind of glad he's not with us because I don't know how – I mean his uh, cough button would be on overdrive. How are you, Feynman? <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm good. I was just in Louisiana last week. Let's talk about Day's violations. I, I, I heard, and let's let's uh, yeah, let's get through that. So I obviously I live in Louisiana. I'm here all the time, and uh, and I would just like to note for the record that we can save this chatter for a later episode. We are currently in Louisiana, especially in South Louisiana, moving out of gumbo season for some but, people, right? But you two guys who both live in other states but retain a true love of the state's greatest dish. Sometimes travel to Louisiana, and when you do, especially you, Brent, yep. you make it a point to get as many bowls of gumbo mm -hmm. in as you can. We can't say the same for Dave. Nope. Who just a couple of weeks ago took a sojourn through our fine state down here and didn't even stop for gumbo. What's nope. wrong with him, Brent? Tell me. He was in Gonzales. He was in Baton Rouge. They have gumbo there? Yeah, I know. Uh, he was there for three or four days. He even saw family. He didn't even have them take some out of the freezer. Um, so anyway, he I did mean, not I, have gumbo, so he's, he's suspended. Who I goes mean, to Louisiana without Dave, gumbo? Seeing as Dave, uh, I'm pretty sure when he was in Louisiana, he actually consumed some form of, some form of nourishment. There was some food consumed. He didn't fast the entire time he was here. And secondly, seeing as Dave has literally a hollow leg, I can't believe he, he did not find time gumbo in that leg. 
Yeah, um, let's next I mean, next yeah. time he's on this podcast, we not, do need to not ask here to about defend himself. Yeah. So next time we're on this podcast, Dave needs to talk about his leg and how it was used to party a couple weeks ago in Oregon. I'll let him tell the tale, but uh, it's a great story. We'll have him bring it up. But let's talk about uh, somebody who so, didn't break the rules. Brent, yes, you have had a gumbo trip. Yep. Talk to us. Talk to us about where you were and what happened. I'm just going to briefly mention all the places where I had gumbo before we get to the real reason for this episode, which is an epic mm. Cajun fight. Um, so quickly, I was in Louisiana last week, stopped in Opelousas, stopped at a hotel because I didn't want to go. I couldn't make it all the way to Baton Rouge. You hold on a second. You stopped at a hotel in Opelousas. I did. I, I've been warned. I've been warned. But I did. And then I put Opelousas, in my app. This is a great town. Yeah, it's a great town. I went and put in the app Gumbo. And this place popped up called Lee's Cajun Cuisine. And I was like, all right, I'll go to there. And then so I leave the hotel. I start going away from the interstate. And then the next thing I know what I'm in a neighborhood. Um, and then there it is. It was like the, the Red Sea parted, and there's this beautiful white building of, with a sign, Lee's Cajun Cuisine. And I had the gumbo, and I ordered a gumbo and a salad because I want to be healthy. Uh, so I had chicken and andouille gumbo, or chicken and sausage gumbo. And um, apparently they've only – and it was great. It was awesome. And I didn't tell the guy I was with the gumbo show until I had that that bowl because I didn't want to say anything in case I didn't like it. Um, I liked it so much that we gave him a shout out on our Instagram. So if you can go check out our Instagram at the gumbo show, it's a picture of the sign, uh, a picture of the door, a picture of the gumbo's there. And I'm just going to, so it was great. Met the owner. Awesome place. I will definitely be back. 10 out of 10 recommend. Uh, let me just breeze through on my way. Went to Baton Rouge. I had Phil's oyster bar, had a chicken and sausage, had seafood gumbo, both excellent. Also had a sensation salad because I'm healthy. That passed the test. They were excellent gumbos. Brent, Brent, I think now is the time to remind the listeners who may not know that you and I are crossing a particular age milestone this year. Yes. Right? Yeah. We're both, we're both hitting hitting the half century mark. When's your birthday? And so I just want to say that, uh, well, it was actually just this past weekend. So you already say happy yours, birthday? Right? I think I said happy birthday. I forget. If yeah, not, happy yeah, birthday. You did. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, anyway. And so I applaud you ordering two bowls of gumbo and the salad on the side. Of I course. mean, that is really thinking about your long-term health. And this is how you know you're in the right place. I'd say half the people at lunch at Phil's Oyster Bar were walking in with a cane. So you know it's been, it's a Baton Rouge staple, even though it's in its, like, third location. And then Dan Bournet is sitting at the booth behind me. Uh, so you know this is Baton Rouge and, and all in one place. Uh, but it was a great lunch, great atmosphere. Uh Another ten out of ten. Did Dan Bournet narrate your lunch? He should have. I should have bothered him. I didn't want to bother him, but uh, that said, would have been great. Hey, it wasn't raining come. in Phil's Oyster Bar. <laughs> Chance of gumbo. Oh well, that wouldn't work. Yeah. yeah Chance never. of not ordering gumbo. Never. Never. Right. Unless you're Dave. Yeah. Unless you're Dave. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Unless you're Dave. Hey, but a little side uh, note. Also, I went to Ronnie's somewhere in Baton Rouge and had uh, chicken cracklins. And pork cracklins uh, and a po' boy. They didn't have gumbo, but just wanted to give them a shout out. That stuff, uh, that was good stuff. I mean, I, but let's, t let's, I also went to Homa and love, had some gumbo. I do love a cracklin. Yeah, I went to Homa, had some gumbo. It was too salty. 
of one, the seafood was too salty. The chicken and sausage, the chicken was way too stringy. I was not a fan. Not going to mention where it was. So we're just going to move on to the real reason for this podcast. The Cajun Battle Royale. Uh, I'm going to set the scene. I'm in Dulac, Louisiana. That's way south. Dulac, Louisiana. Uh, I just happened to be at a crab processing facility. Uh, We were filming a video (laughs) for something. And there's literally... I mean, I feel like the backstory on how you ended up in the crab processing facility. Yeah, Dulac. Like, so, yeah, so in Dulac. Get, here we um. So it's me, camera guy one, camera guy two. Camera guy one's actually from right down the road at like do whatever. He's basically says he's from Homa. So it's it's me, you this guy. The camera guy from Dulac or nah, from Schriever? Homa, I think. Anyway, huh. uh, his name's Brian. Shout out to Brian. Great guy. Great accent. So... We're there to interview Miss Trudy, who owns with her husband, Mr. Tim, uh, this crab processing plant. So literally the boats would show up on the dock, dump just boxes of crabs, and they would process them and put them up, organize them by size and all that stuff. And we were just started talking gumbo with Mr. Tim, and he's like – he said, you know, you guys don't even know about gumbo if you make your gumbo with a roux. And me and Brian looked at each other like, did he just say that? It's like, excuse me, sir, we're we're in Dulac, and you're telling me you don't make gumbo with the roux? He's like, no. Why would anybody put flour in their gumbo? You're just making stew if you don't if you put flour in your gumbo. Famous. Have you ever heard of this? No. I mean, obviously, historic gumbos were made by cooking down uh, okra and right. tomatoes. Tomatoes. So let me tell you what right. he does. And I'm like, well, what if you don't use a roux? What do you do? He's like, we just cook down onions. And that's what I've never heard of. I've heard of the traditional back in the day, but he's like, we just cook down onions, a little bit of oil, and you cook down onions, and that's how you start your gumbo. And if you do it any other way, you don't know how to make gumbo. And they were and then Miss Trudy walks so, in and she's like, Who in here doesn't know how to make gumbo? She points at me and Brian and she's like, What do you, you probably put tomatoes and corn in your gumbo? I mean, she was coming and swinging. Dulac, Louisiana. And then, hold on, I'm not done. And then <laughs> another guy, represent. and then one of the guys comes off his truck. He drove his truck with his crabs in the back of his truck. He gets out, and he's like, what do you mean you put flour in your gumbo? I'm like, wait, that's three people in Dulac that don't make a roux when they make a gumbo. He And he, he, he was just as spicy as Miss Trudy. So something in Dulac is going on. Maybe that's, that's where it's happening. Am I wrong? Is the world wrong? I, okay, so I have so many questions about this. You're right. Dulac is way, way, way down the bottom. I mean, it is, it is way down there. And this is where I think people sometimes don't understand the distinctions in sort of various Louisiana cultures. You know, they want to come to uh, to New Orleans and they want to say they had Cajun cooking. And you know, you can't get real good. You don't get real authentic Cajun cooking in New Orleans. You got to go somewhere else. But Dulac is like a flavor of Cajun that's even different from your boy Jonathan Perry in Kaplan. Yep. Because And we went to the World Championship Gumbo Cook-Off put on by the Greater Iberia Chamber of Commerce. Lovely event in New Iberia every year. And everybody there uses a roux. Every single one, including classic, uh, you know, Cajun and Cook-Off kings like Kernis Louvier. So you get these little regional variations. And you stumbled on this one that I never heard of. And, and I so, thought it was a family thing until this random guy off the street comes in talking smack. Yeah, I mean this crab trucker. That's yeah, what you're crab talking trucker. about. This, he was he a was a fisherman. Trucker. 
He was a fisherman. He just delivers them by truck, not by boat. His boat must have been down somewhere else. So he was out, out on the Louisiana version of the of the deadliest catch or whatever, like rolling through the Gulf, pulling yep. up, you know, with the marshes, pulling up blue crabs. Yeah. And and delivering them to this crab processing facility. So I this is what I have I have to know. Did you try any gumbo that has been cooked this way? No, I told him I'm coming back. I have to have this. So I will be reaching out to Miss Trudy and Mr. Tim. I don't know that random guy's name, but I will be back. Number one to pick up his name is Joe Crab Trucker. Joe Crab Trucker. Number one to pick up some delicious soft shell crab that they have in their freezer for sale. Or some fresh crab. You just literally drive your truck up there. They load you down with your ice chest or whatever you want. They have it packaged up. They have a whole soft shell crab room. They have the live crab facility where they come off the boat and they. It's a it's a really cool place. I'm a I, fan. I mean, I love crab, but that, it's a lot of work to get, I, get it done. It is a lot of work, but soft shell crab that's not a lot of work. Um, but anyway, I'll be back. I'm going right. to taste this. Maybe we'll do a road trip when I'm in town. I'll pick you up. We'll head down south, way south. Um. Anyway. All right, so when Can I tell you how south so we were, you argued with these people. I did. It was very heated, but let me tell you how. Yeah, uh, you said you were in Dulac. Dulac. So we're literally there was a guy helping us. I'm like, hey, can you go get us some water? And as he was like leaving to go to the convenience store, Miss Trudy stops and she's like, hey, the bridge is out. Go look over there. Go get Johnny. He'll take you in the boat across the river or across the canal to get you to the convenience store. It'll save you about forty five minutes. So literally the bridge was out. So you had to take a boat to the convenience store. When they say and when they say the bridge is out, what they really mean is all the land is gone. No, no the bridge was actually they, out. There was a bridge, but it was thirty minutes down the road. That was they're basically out. floating down there. <laughs> it was just missing a big part of it, a big chunk. But anyway, yeah. you were saying about something I so, forget. Well, so they tell you like so here's what I'm curious about. So you cook down your onions and a little bit of oil. Yeah, and then do you just add in the uh, the, stock? the other the celery and the bell pepper? Yeah, I mean, where what do you, where do you go from there? And then pour some stock on top of it. Throw your meat in there. Yeah, maybe you pour your Trinity in and you mix it with the. But that's the onions are your Trinity. I know. And I I texted this to Jonathan Perry, and he just like sounds like a bunch of burnt onions. So he's not on board. <laughs> he's not on board. I texted Curtis Louvier. I texted him. He was not a fan either. He thinks they're crazy. I mean, I we I've texted the two foremost experts in my life, and they just laughed. So, I'm flummoxed. We might have to we might have to put out a call. Yeah. To to the local New Orleans food writers that I know. Yeah. And that have been on this show, Brett Anderson. Yeah. You know, long he's written the the two of the greatest articles about gumbo ever. Get our pitchforks and, uh, out Ian and McNulty, head that who head knows down more about. More, more about that's right. We're getting a we're getting a posse together. <laughs> Them Cajuns be rioting. Except we're there. bringing spoons. And not using, that's right. They're not using ruse. Yeah, all of our torches are going to be lit ruse Big, spoons. Yeah, we want to check this out. Yeah, or we just want to taste it. Maybe it's the best thing we've ever had, and they're going to change. Maybe the game. so. Maybe they've unlocked the secret. The next yeah. evolution of Cajun gumbo is just cooked down onions. Yeah. Um, now that's fascinating. So back. what happened? It, it got heated. Yep. You said you said we agreed to disagree. We agreed to disagree. I mean, Brian was a little more vocal than I was because he's he was from just up a little bit. He's from Homa, and he was (laughs) he was incensed, and they were just back and forth. Well, yours is a gumbo. Yours is a stew. Yours is a soup. Yours is is just great. 
Um, I mean, I mean, people from Ulac look at Homa and be like, "What's it like being from the Nart?" Yeah, you know, because they, they call it the Nart. I can't, I can't do a Cajun accent. No, nope, so, you can't. But you know what I'm talking about. I mean, it's just Dulac is so far down there. That is a fascinating gumbo variation that I have never, yeah. ever, ever heard. Yep. So seriously, I'm, I am going back. So you got to go with me, I guess. Well, I'll yeah. Give you a heads I mean, up. Give me a few days warning, and yeah. uh, we yep. will venture to do like together to sample this onion I mean, cooked down gumbo. Isn't that part of your new uh, beat to travel, do interesting rural interest stories? I mean, whatever. <laughs> I think this is an Listen, interesting I, story. I think I can sell. I think I could sell that story right there. So I, think, I let's do get think down it's, there. It's yeah. interesting. I've never heard of it. This is could be. This is huge. This might be the biggest story to land in the gumbo. A verse, yeah, yeah, or any verse, in at least five ten years, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the MCU is definitely going to be updated by this gumbo news. This is crazy stuff. Anyway, all right. Well, that's that's it kind is. of my. I do it's have bizarre. Uh, I did actually. I have breaking news. So I live in a little town called Bluffdale, Texas, and we have a yeah. Wolfong's Cajun Shack just down the road. And six uh-huh. months out of the year, Will Fong fought. is obviously a notable. It's of a course, it's a well known cage, I guess. Six yeah. months out of the year, they process deer and boars and pigs and all sorts of dead animals. You just drive by and see them hanging on a hook on your way home. But the other six months, once it warms up a little bit, they are a Cajun restaurant with boiled shrimp, crawfish, oysters, gumbo, boudin, Cajun chicken. And the past couple of years, I've got their gumbo, and I've talked about it on the show, and it's just not – it wasn't – I didn't like it, but I just had it this season. I've had it twice now in two weeks basically, and they changed their recipe. I am now a fan, so I know they're not listening, but if they are, I, if they did change, it's because I probably talked crap about them on the show previously. But they changed their recipe. It's great. I don't hate it anymore. I didn't hate it, what, but it wasn't What changed great. about it? It used to be very soupy with floating little baby onions, like little chunk, barely little onions just floating to the top. Now it's more consistent. There's more depth. It's not as soupy or runny. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it, it's it was always loaded down with seafood and sausage and sh- the shrimp chunks and the crawfish chunks were always great. Their shrimp are always huge. When you get bold shrimp, which I did, they got a pound. They were massive. So uh, there's big you shrimp got like, chunks. Like eight shrimp. Dude, I got no. For your pound? It was maybe it was, it was a pound. It was a lot of shrimp. It was big though. But yeah, you're right. They were big, but it was more than eight. But also I got boudin, a pound of that. And then the next day I made boudin sandwich, which is great. Uh, I, it's not healthy that this place is literally a mile from my house. So that was you it. Should, you did Wilfong's, you order a salad with that food and sandwich? They don't, they don't make salad. Um, but Wilfong's is stepping up their game. Maybe it's because I live here. I don't know. Maybe they heard. They heard I was checking in on them. So that's well, all that's, I got. That's good. You got to go ask them what they changed and I come am. back and report back. Yeah, I don't really know the owners. I just, I'll find out. Maybe you we should get them on the on the show and ask them how they've up to, up to their gumbo game. Maybe I am actually kind of interested in what they did, so yeah. it's different. Well, cool. Well, that's there a good go. uh, springtime check in. I think yeah. yep. for the gumbo show today. Um, 
get well soon. And by well, we mean next time order gumbo when you're in Louisiana, you, uh, trader, you ingrate. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love it. Uh, anyway, that's going to do it for us as always. Check us out on our socials on Instagram, as uh, as Brent mentioned earlier, at Doug Gumbo Show. That's at DA Gumbo Show. On Twitter, at Gumbo Show. We have a Facebook page, Gumbo Show. Check us out on there. And a website, gumboshow.us. You can always email us there. Tell us why we're stupid. Tell us why cooking, cooking down onions is the greatest gumbo innovation to hit mankind. Or anything else that you think we should know. And until next time, may your ruse be dark. And your bowls be full.